0: Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And we are here to bring you all things Archie.
1: Your red redheadedest boy.
0: The most redheadedest indeed.
1: The most redheadedest of us all.
0: You mm, thought you were mm. redhead.
1: You're wrong. Your, Sorry, mom.
0: Your hair pigment pales in comparison to the Archie Andrews, uh... Their pigment even though it's was clearly
1: orange and cheryl has red hair not archie know. that's like why the
0: insult carrot top only works for people whose hair is clearly orange
1: like carrot top
0: right exactly i mean yeah it's a kind of ironic that he named himself an insult huh Was it an insult
1: before? Is it an insult because (laughs) people are comparing you to Carrot Top?
0: Ooh, that's actually a good point. I think
1: it did exist before, but... Yeah,
0: probably. We'll just say it's the association with terrifying muscle man (laughs) comedian, Carrot Top. (laughs) Have you seen pictures of that dude? Yeah, he's kind of... It's very scary. He's got
1: a look. (laughs) He definitely (laughs) does have a look.
0: Um, But that's not the Carrot Top we're here to discuss. As we said, we're here to discuss Archie. Andrews, specifically.
1: Yeah, not the other one. Archie uh, Archie Bunker? <laughs> I couldn't think of another Archie, so I was hoping you wouldn't call my bluff. I'm glad was... you provided one.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. My calling your bluff was making the joke on your behalf, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say what I did was a joke. <laughs> Let's be fair. That was it's not a joke.
0: Just some words, really. Yeah, that's all that's... we do here.
1: It's a lot of uh, podcasting. It's just a lot of words.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Sometimes I listen to podcasts where they do research and stuff, and oof.
0: Oh my god. they do
1: a lot of work, huh? I know,
0: right? And you they're like educated and well-informed, and I'm like, wow. I just look up some bullshit about <laughs> Veronica Lodge and make dick jokes or whatever.
1: <laughs> you know us, constantly making dick jokes. <laughs>
0: More often I'll than not.
1: Dick jokes. Sometimes uh, when I'm recording my audio, the wave file makes a little like a dick, dick. shape.
0: <laughs> is that right, Megan? Does that happen?
1: It does happen sometimes.
0: Okay. I was, was telling Maddie
1: about it and she's like, You just stole a McElroy bit and I was like, No, no, <laughs> it's real.
0: You're chomping their flavor, Megan.
1: To be fair, I feel like funny podcast is just chomping their flavor. They've That's been true. around for too long.
0: I, yeah, at this point, like, any, they've done just about everything. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So let me introduce you to my new bit, Munch Squat. No,
0: <laughs> it's called Crunch Bod. And <laughs> we talk
1: about... <laughs> what would that even be?
0: We talk about the different cool meals that give you a tight, and bod.
1: That's an entirely different podcast than this one. Yeah,
0: but it's in their same camp, right? Yeah, I guess.
1: Yep, that is. You know, those boys are always talking about their hot bodies,
0: tight bodies <laughs> <laughs> you know who's got a tight body archie andrews
1: <laughs> oh fuck yeah he does that's why i love all those topless archie comics
0: my favorite ones are the beach ones of
1: course <laughs> <laughs>
0: <'Cause> <laughs> they all have the same archie body comics.
1: except jughead
0: <laughs> the european archie comics you mean like
1: yeah they all go
0: to the nude beaches uh-huh god are there european archies there's Archie's where he goes to Europe and he he's like a busboy in France or whatever.
1: I don't think that there's European Archie that's just not our Archie translated into whatever language.
0: No, that's a good point. It's not like Conan where there's completely different shit. Like
1: how Archie's Weird Mysteries is French also. Oh
0: god, right, yeah. Huh. That's
1: European Archie. <laughs>
0: that's European Archie is Archie's... We- well, I mean, it kind of fits the Euro Except cup. he speaks
1: French, probably. <laughs> That's that French. Good job.
0: Well, okay, I've set myself up for the perfect transition, not really, but there's a couple things I can use because I've got another rivers of laughter.
1: Rivers of laughter. Let me do the theme song.
0: Rivers of laughter. The creators of Archie Comics.
1: Yes. So Take this us is behind the curtain.
0: Yeah, everybody's favorite the bit. the veil where we step inside the kimono.
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>
0: not going to use R. that Chief's one again. Are you kimono? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> uh no, so this is a a, a a episode, a segment where every time I Dive in-depth about the kind of life and work of one of the seminal creators involved with Archie Comics. We've only done a couple of these so far. We've already covered John Goldwater and Bob Montana, who are, like, the creators of everything we know to be Archie. Yeah, basically.
1: The largest men on campus.
0: Physically, as well. (laughs) Yes, they
1: were both over nine feet tall.
0: Massive, massive men. Gorgons, (laughs) if you (laughs) will. (laughs) <laughs> i've been reading a lot of i've been playing a lot of hades so i've got a lot of greco-roman oh, good, shit on good. the mind um yes so this is going to be an episode about one of the greatest greats at archie comics he's a little bit after john and bob we're talking about mm. dan de carlo
1: fuck yes
0: yeah so Love there was him. some decent info about dan de carlo like a lot of comic book artists you know we don't get a lot about their personal life it's going to be a lot about their professional life Mm-hmm. But we we'll don't know what
1: his favorite color was.
0: We don't know, but we can guess. And, and I'm going to guess that it was like I don't know, maybe the good old red, white and blue. <laughs> uh, he was in the army, so that's the only reason I really said that.
1: Everyone in the army does love the flag. <laughs> yes. That's true.
0: That is a true fact. All of Do our listeners that are army army? in the army,
1: don't you? D- can you tell me I'm wrong? You can't. No, it's. You love it. <laughs> Your you face right still. now, Megan.
0: <laughs> I wish we could put that on the podcast. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you love the flag. Um. Don't even play. Mm. Anyway, okay, so, uh, Dan DiCarlo. He was born on December 12th. Flag
1: loving Dan, we call him. <laughs>
0: Dan flag De Carlo, as he was often <laughs> known to his friends, uh, was born on December twelfth, nineteen nineteen, in New Rochelle, New York. Uh, the son of a gardener, he graduated from the New Rochelle High School and then went to attend the Manhattan Art Students League. Uh, a I New tried- York boy. What's a New York boy? A New York a boy. New York yes. boy yeah. yeah, he's walking here. <laughs> um, I tried to look up some like notable alumni from the Manhattan Art Students League. And it it literally filled the screen. Um, Oh, wow. So I like, it was like a, a, just a block of names. And I was like trying to scan through and see some that I knew. And I was like, ugh, this is another project. (laughs) Um, But safe to say, Manhattan Art Students League had a lot of big people. Awesome. Most people uh, of the era, especially most young men, he was drafted into the army for the Second World War um, and was stationed overseas in the UK. Uh, He was in the motor pool there, and he actually also painted company mascots on airplanes, which was kind of an interesting start. You can see where some of the art is coming in there. I was actually trying to, while I was trying to find some more info about Dan DiCarlo, too, I stumbled across some sort of, like, auction site where you can buy some of his original, like, paintings from the nose cone of planes. Like, obviously not the nose cone itself, but, like... No, I want to
1: buy the nose cone.
0: <laughs> and just have it in your garage.
1: Yes. It's like the
0: movie Planet or whatever.
1: Yeah, are you kidding me? Do you know how much Maddie would love that? That'd be
0: fucking cool. She would put I a would whole love plane
1: that. in our yard if I'd let her.
0: Uh, let her. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, anyway, so while he was also there, you know, working on the planes and motor pool, he also started doing a weekly comic strip for the military called 418th Scandal Street. Don't know what it was what? about. Couldn't find any samples of it. Damn. And then shortly after the Battle of the Bulge, he met his wife, Josie Dumont, a French citizen, on a blind date. Um, and then back in the States, he and Josie were married with a baby on the way. Um, and it was when he was working, actually, as a laborer for his father when he answered an ad for Timely Comics. This is like circa 1947. The war's been over a couple years Um, you know, he's trying to make a name for himself.
1: I also like that he was in the army overseas, and he was just also going on blind dates.
0: I know, right? I guess, like, (laughs) after the Battle of the Bulge, everyone was like, fuck it, right? We can just chill out now.
1: Yeah. Oh, set me up with a nice French girl.
0: (laughs) I know. I love that it was a blind date. Like, how did you set that up, dude? You just go to, like, a random French woman and be like, let me date one of your friends
1: randomly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But yeah, so he started working at timely comics which was actually the kind of predecessor or a predecessor to marvel comics oh wow and he started working under stan lee uh on a now comic who
1: is that no.
0: <laughs> on a comic called stanley genie. You say yeah stanley what oh the <laughs> <Stanley> best joke <laughs> the fourth but yeah he started working under stan lee on a comic called genie j-e-a-n-i-e not like you know a spell or wish granter
1: is genie like that comic we wrote genie the genie
0: <laughs> uh basically i it's like a teen humor series, so okay. actually not at all, but it did kind of like foreshadow what he was going to get into down the line um and for the most part, like most artists and writers during. Most of comic book history, he was uncredited completely. Mm -hmm. You know, all the credit's going to go to Stan Lee because he's smiling Stan. He actually received the nickname from the other guys at Timely Comics. He received the nickname Genie Machine because it was literally the only work that Stan would give him. He was doing Genie Machine. Or Genie Machine. (laughs) He was doing Genie for, like, years. And then finally, he, he was given another series called Millie the Model, which was not doing well. I've heard of that. I I hadn't heard of it, but under his, like, I guess, new guidance, new creative lens, it started to do really well. started to be pretty successful. And he actually went on to do a 10-year run of this series. And that was, like, this is atypically long for comics at the time. Usually artists would be on it for, like, a year or two at the time. Hmm. And he, he did Millie the Model for 10 years, a decade. Then he went on to take over the series My Friend Irma, which was like a spinoff from a radio comedy. He did that for another decade. And then mm-hmm. he was also contributing to some other Atlas comic series, which I believe at this point, Timely Comics had either transitioned into or he had been moved to Atlas Comics, which is like another predecessor to Marvel. Yeah. And then the early sixties, him and uh, Stanley. Actually co-created a series called Willy Lumpkin about a mail carrier. <laughs> okay. It wasn't, like, super big, but it's kind of interesting because Willie Lumpkin actually showed up as a character later in Fantastic Four, hmm. just as, like, a little side dude because Stanley wanted to put uh, one of his creations in there. Let's not forget that Jack Kirby basically created Marvel as we know it, but we're going to push that away. <laughs> it wasn't until the late 50s that uh, he actually started to freelance with Archie Comics.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: He has this really interesting anecdote about how he was working for Archie for a few weeks um, when he stopped coming in to do drawings and whatever, page layouts and stuff. Yeah. And he got a call from Harry Shorten, who is over at Archie Comics, and he said, Hey, yo, uh, what's up, Dan? Why haven't you been in? And Dan basically told him, like, over at Atlas, you know, they let me draw whatever I want. However, I want whatever my style is. But, you know, you guys at Archie, you want me to draw like Bob Montana. So he's sitting at this board and he has to constantly look back and forth between his reference so that it turns out perfectly like Bob Montana. And he's like, I just don't want to do that. I want to draw like me. And so Harry Shorten was like, "Uh, well, you can come back. You can draw however you want. And at that point, he decided to move to Archie Comics. Um, and like, it wasn't super huh. well paying. It wasn't like super well published at the time, but he just, he liked the atmosphere more, it seemed like. Um, his first confirmed credit with Archie wasn't until 1951. It was an unpublished strip. Um, but as you know, and as I know, and as our listeners might know, his art like became the trademark style for Archie. Yeah. You can't have Archie comics without Dan DiCarlo. Like, it's just these days.
1: It's better than Bob Mantana's. (laughs) I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, he actually or um he soon made his own big mark, Dan DiCarlo did, on Archie Comics by creating the character Josie of Josie and the Pussycats.
1: Named after his wife?
0: Indeed. Um his wife, obviously you've figured it out, named Josie, claims that he actually came up with the idea when she wore a, co- a cat costume Aww. while the two of them were on a Caribbean cruise.
1: What, what was the context of that?
0: I don't know, man. It's <laughs> the fucking it's great, costume though. night on
1: the cruise. That sounds great. <laughs> I know.
0: Um, he'd been. He actually like came up with the character years and years previously when he was like just trying to shop around and get some of his own shit published. He came up with like a few dailies, like six dailies of uh, mm-hmm. Josie, as well as, like, some of his other series. Huh. He submitted them to a bunch of people, and they were just like, oh, yeah, great, they're not right quite for us, but keep trying. You know, that yeah. old platitude. Yes. And he just kind of shelved it for a while. And then when he moved over to Archie Comics, he was like, hey, I got this comic about this teen girl.
1: You love teens.
0: You love teens. And uh, it was accepted and obviously became a hit. Despite That's crazy. The incredible success of this comic, though, Josie turned out to be the thing that would end DiCarlo's relationship with Archie Comics.
1: Wow.
0: In 2001, Archie Comics and Dan DiCarlo became involved in a lawsuit over the character's creation, as these things so often happen. Yeah. In the end, the publisher terminated their 43 year relationship with DiCarlo. Jesus. And a federal district court ruled the characters of Josie Comics belonged to Archie Comics. So he completely lost all claim to his stuff there. Wow. In the end, he had a few final works, um, including some stories for Bongo Comics Bart Simpson uh stuff, which is
1: kinda <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, okay. I know,
0: right? I was like, oh fuck yeah. But then very sadly, uh carlo passed away of pneumonia on December eighteenth, two thousand one. But so we don't end on a sad note. I have some bonus info about Josie DiCarlo because I thought it would be yeah. fun to get a little bit more about them because they seem really sweet. Like I said, she was born Dumont September 8th, 1923. She was a couple of years uh, younger than him. And when they met, She didn't speak English, and he didn't speak French, so they actually communicated through his cartoons.
1: Oh my god. What, guys? I
0: have a quote from Josie DeCarlo right here. So this is a quote from her. We communicated with drawing. He would draw things for me to make me understand what he had in mind. He was really so amusing. Instead of just using words, he would use cartoons to express himself. Right away, we knew that we were meant for each other. Like, Jesus. So sweet.
1: How um, cute can you be?
0: And he even, like, incorporated Josie's new hairdo into character design, which created <laughs> the Josie that we know, like, with, like, the little headband and the bow. Because yeah. at one point, Josie came home with a new hairdo, and uh, it struck Dan, so he used it for his that character. That
1: is too cute.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, Dan and Josie DiCarlo, one of the titans of Archie Comics, so easily forgotten by the men who uh, owe so much to him, <laughs> as it seems to go these days.
1: I mean, also, Dan, Dan DiCarlo did the Sabrina art, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's what I always think of as that first Sabrina comic with the heavy cat eye and the, like, Sabrina hair. <laughs> and it's just so classic, Dan DiCarlo. Like the
0: giant. Yes, it's yeah, it's like totally. a circle
1: of hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: Totally, yeah, exactly. It's like a perfect circle.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I know, really crazy, right?
1: That's very cool. I'm irritated with Archie for taking his characters.
0: I know it's like that. Just happens over and over again, though. Like, didn't we see something about like Bob Montana had the exact same shit happen to him, where Mm -hmm. John Goldwater was like, "I want all the credit for all the Archie characters, (laughs) even though he did none of the fucking work." It's like
1: I had this idea, though.
0: Exactly. It's like the heads of the comic publishers are so often these like uh, megalomaniacs who are just obsessed with having their name stamped on everything that leaves the doors yeah and it's like so gross you know you have like all those stan lee stories from like the most of marvel's publishing Mm -hmm. where it's just like written by stan lee and it's like no it fucking wasn't (laughs) it's like he didn't write this he didn't do the art like someone else did and he just took credit Yeah. yeah it's a shame But that's why we're doing these uh, segments, so we can kind of get some of this out here. And, (laughs) oh, we're going back down the river. Oh. (laughs) Well, that was a fun little segment of Rivers of Laughter.
1: Thanks for telling us about Dan DiCarlo.
0: My pleasure. It was fun to learn about. What a gem. Mm -hmm. I know. It's like, so far, Bob Montana and Dan DiCarlo both seem pretty cool, and -hmm. John Goldwater sucks. This is what we know. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait to
1: learn about more artists who are cool under a guy who sucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: I imagine it'll be a trend.
0: Hmm? Mm, It's almost like white men in power are bad.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What? I don't understand.
0: (laughs) How could that be? They're white. (laughs) I don't know what that voice was.
1: No, it's good, though. It's true.
0: Okay. Good.
1: So I have a Bizarchie for us today. Ooh,
0: I love a Bizarchie.
1: And so this is a Life with Archie comic. hmm Now, Life with Archie, of course, was a side series kind of thing where they did wacky shit.
0: Okay. It's not the Dan Parent stuff, or is that's your pal Archie?
1: I, I mean, this is from, like, the 60s.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Um,
1: so this is old. Life okay. with Archie was, like, uh, I think you are thinking of your pal Archie. I think so. But Life with, with Archie is where they did, like, alternate universes and, like, long multi-part comics about, like, getting shipwrecked on islands and stuff.
0: Okay. Like, <laughs> like the, so what it is it, the Walrus Island? So it was less teen
1: drama and more, um, I don't know, teens in adult drama situations. Maybe, like,
0: more, like, Scooby-Doo-esque shit, Yeah, kind of. I think so. Okay.
1: And um, I never made the connection, but someone else pointed out that it was the title inspiration for after Life with Archie.
0: Oh, that's right? a very good point. I yeah, know. I didn't catch that.
1: Yeah. So this is from Life with Archie, originally also, published. Yes. What does it
0: imply if this is Life with Archie? Like <laughs> Life with Archie yes. is getting chased by evil scientists on robot dinosaur. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like
0: that sucks.
1: Life with Archie is a wild ride.
0: Mm-hmm. Clearly.
1: So this was originally published in Life with Archie number five, November mm-hmm. of nineteen sixty. Okay. On um, the dot. Now I read this in a compilation book. It yeah. was like Life with Archie Volume Two. So they have added credits to it. Originally oh, it was uncredited. Right. And so they added this little thing at the bottom. Story is by Cy Reet. Um art is by Bob White. And letters yeah. are by Marty Epp. Okay. I don't know if I got all those names right. wasn't very familiar with these people. Um, I've heard of for sure. But the Psy, art, for it's sure. definitely a style I recognized, so the bookmark Bob White.
0: Yeah. What was the okay. first name
1: in there, real quick? Psy Wright. So it's S-Y-R-E-I-T. No idea okay. if I'm saying that name right. Reet? Right? sigh Wright. Okay. And that was the story. By him. Gotcha. I'm going to assume they're all male until we get to, like, 2010 or some shit. Basically, at this point, yeah. Okay. So, this is a little bit of a long one. I'll try not to get lost in the weeds. Sounds good. So, we open on a full-page spread of Archie telling us about the story we're about to hear. You know, as you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he describes it as crazyville man
0: i love that
1: and then we have two panels at the bottom of this page of weatherby walking to school he's like what a beautiful day and then he smashes into a lamppost okay as you do yeah uh in the next panel that's the bizarre part (laughs) he is greeted by a boy who is wearing a baby bonnet what appears Uh. to be a baby shirt
0: What's a baby shirt, Megan?
1: It's like a roughly small shirt with like I don't know, it... like frills on the front.
0: Okay, okay, just
1: and it's very small. Um, mm. he has on swim trunks that are quite short, <laughs> flippers, and he is holding in one hand a ukulele, and in the other hand he has an umbrella skeleton. So like all the the fabric is gone; it's just like an umbrella, the metal part,
0: right. Okay, I'm sorry, who's
1: dressed like this? Is it just it's a, a man a, a that Weatherby's like this? a boy who walks something? by Weatherby saying, Good morning, Mr. Weatherby.
0: And this is, so all that's happened is Archie <laughs> said, This shit's crazy. Yeah. Weatherby walked into a pole and then saw this boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So okay, the boy's like, Good sure morning, Mr. Anything. Weatherby. And he says, uh, Good morning, Tommy. And then in, uh-huh. the, ne- <laughs> <That's it. laughs> in the next panel, Uh, We have Dilton Doily, also saying good morning, Mr. Weatherby, and Uh he is wearing a diving helmet, and he's holding (sighs) his hand, Uh, he's got a a bouquet of posies in his hand.
0: That's, okay, that's his wacky outfit, is a diving helmet.
1: Yes. It's a lot less wacky than the other guy. Right,
0: like, that's what's, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, maybe after drawing that first one, they were like, that's a lot of shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So mr weatherby's like good morning Dilton." and then as he's walking into the school he's like the fuck (laughs) And he runs into the school Uh he's like miss grundy you have to fill my shoes today and she's like you have big feet and he's like no no i have to go get my eyes examined and she's like what are you talking about Uh uh-huh And he tells her what he saw. Because that's how
0: hallucinations work. Yeah, your eyes are the problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then she laughs at him and she's like, oh, it's initiation week. The boys are being kooky because they've been assigned by their clubs to do these things. What? No. Is is this Uh a frat,
0: like, rush week? No.
1: And then Mr. Weatherby storms out of his office going, initiation week, and that's his last part of this comic that was just like a cold open for us that was just to get us
0: into this yeah okay
1: because then we see uh reggie archie and jughead discussing the initiations
0: i see i see
1: so they've got a clipboard with a checklist they've done everyone but moose okay and they're like well we got to do a real bad one for moose because we hate him i guess Um, they toss around some demeaning ideas, and then Jughead comes up with the winner. Now in the panel where Jughead has this idea, he is slapping himself in the forehead so hard he knocks his hat off and his eyes are open.
0: Whoa. Uh Uh-huh. That's weird.
1: So he tells us, you know, as we all know, Moose is scared to death of spooks.
0: Whoop, I hate that word for choice of theirs.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. They will make
0: him... He's a white man in the 60s, what do you expect?
1: So because of this fear, though, they will make him spend the night in a haunted house. Okay. Archie screams, Terrific! (laughs) Uh, And then we see an image of a spooky haunted house.
0: What if it's, like, Moose's greatest fear is, like, his parents splitting up, and they're like, all right, we're gonna get his parents to fake Archie, divorce Archie, you seduce his
1: mom. <laughs> Reggie, you seduce his dad. Go.
0: Got it. <laughs> they just run off.
1: Yeah. No, and then Archie's like, we can use the old abandoned mansion up on Bulberry Hill
0: oh i forgot about the old abandoned mansion
1: and of course they have to mention like everyone thinks it's already haunted but we'll make sure it is
0: of course
1: um so now we cut to the club meeting and this club we know from a sign on the wall is the knights of riverdale (laughs) mystic lodge (gasps)
0: <gasps> oh my god, is and Archie they, a Freemason?
1: They all have those hats on. They're like a red hat with a, a big feather in it.
0: Whoa, like a fez with a feather or yes.
1: something? <laughs> like a green feather sticking out of it.
0: I don't know why. It might have been the way you like put your hand over your head when you said hat. I was like, oh god, they have hoods on.
1: <laughs> no god, no. <laughs> no, no. So Archie assigns the the initiation task to moose and he's mm-hmm. like of course not. what and let me see can you see this image holy shit yeah <laughs> so moose that's is
0: terrifying.
1: overcome with fear in this picture he is leaping into the air he's put both hands in his mouth
0: and is still speaking
1: yeah and he says haunted house no no not that
0: that's fair though yeah i mean yeah
1: the guys haunted love house this. or not
0: probably wouldn't want to spend my night in an abandoned mansion.
1: Yeah. So Moose is uh he heads over to the haunted house, <laughs> but he does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does it. Well, he he's got to be in the Knights of Riverdale Mystic Lodge.
0: Oh my god.
1: So he sets up in this old mansion. Mm-hmm. He like comes in the creaky, scary door. He has like a lantern, a suitcase that he's brought with him for some reason. It's like one comfy. of those old style suitcases with a bunch of stickers on it.
0: Are there like? Is there maybe like a sock dangling out of <laughs> there it? There
1: isn't actually. Oh okay. Um. Who? I want. Oh, one you of know those. what? In this. the previous panel, there is a sock.
0: <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: So he's wrapped up in a blanket. He's got a a hat on. You know how you sleep in your hat.
0: hmm And mm-hmm. he is
1: holding a baseball bat.
0: Why is that always the go-to? I
1: don't know. And then we see three panels in a row Mm -hmm. that are extreme close-ups of his face in a very severe art style. There's a lot of dark lines and shading. (laughs) It's
0: like those Spongebob detail paintings.
1: Yeah, and it is like that. Look at- can you see this?
0: Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. So this is- what are you on? I know, right? So this is uh, extreme close-ups of Moose's face, deep frown, uh, sweat pouring down his head. And he's looking side to side and then up. And then he's sort of like, Well, it's peaceful and quiet. Maybe nothing bad is gonna happen. Uh-huh. As we see a ghostly mist creep around the corner.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: Um, now we cut outside, and uh this is chapter two, which apparently is called Calling All Spooks. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so okay. there's that word for you again.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Just keep using that, huh?
1: So Archie is coming up outside the house, and he has brought Betty and Veronica with him. Oh. Apparently Uh. his plan (laughs) is that Reggie and Jughead are going to be scaring Moose, and so they can all watch and and laugh at his fear and panic and, and stress. Yo,
0: what the fuck, dude?
1: The girls don't approve of this. Veronica says, I don't approve of this, Archie.
0: Yeah, what did you think, Arch?
1: And then Betty says, boys are so cruel. But they Correct. did come, so, like, I'm not sure what that's about.
0: Maybe he didn't tell them what was happening until they got to the mansion.
1: Yeah, so They'd get outside Archie's... and he's like, we're gonna
0: watch Moose be scared. <laughs>
1: yeah. Archie's laughing about how scared Moose will be. And then inside the mansion...
0: What a, what a pal.
1: A ghost wakes what? up Moose, I, I guess. <laughs> we just see this, like, squiggly shape, and it says, Hoo. That's
0: clearly a ghost.
1: And Moose screams, ee.
0: Yeah. As you do.
1: Um, now he tries to escape. The door will not open. Okay. He Archie is- Archie
0: has locked him in.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and also he's going to set fire to the snow.
0: That's <laughs> going to be the next thing I said. Uh,
1: um, he's trying to find a back door. And this There's is unclear to me. There's only one door
0: in the mansion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a panel of Moose looking scared.
0: Uh-huh. And then
1: the rest of the panel is filled with text saying, This is the hour of doom.
0: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure if like somebody yelled that, if a ghost yelled that phrase at him.
0: Maybe it's like in The Shining when Jack Torrance just writes all over the walls. Yeah,
1: that's true. It could be written on the wall.
0: That's what I yeah.
1: He runs through a door looking for the back door. He f- runs into a skeleton, and then he runs back the way he came. Bursting through the front Wait, door. He runs into
0: a skeleton?
1: Yeah, he runs through a door. A skeleton is there. He runs back out.
0: Like a blur. it's just kind of hanging there? Uh, so.
1: it says, you were looking for something.
0: Okay, so it's an animate skeleton.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a good point. It could just be a body.
0: Right, I thought, like, maybe one of those medical, and no. whatever.
1: No, so there's a skeleton there. Cool. He runs Hello? back out and bursts through the front door, leaving a moose shaped hole.
0: Why didn't you do that in the first place?
1: Uh, he wasn't scared enough.
0: Yeah. Archie to and the talk girls. That
1: <laughs> yeah, the skeleton fucked him up, man. I
0: mean, fair.
1: Yeah. Archie and the girls are like see him <laughs> run, run away. Through the Archie. Wall. Yeah. Well Betty says he ran right through the closed door. <laughs> And then Jughead walks up, and he's like, hey, guys. And Archie's like, you did a great job scaring Moose. And he's like, I just got here.
0: Oh, my God. Best <laughs> reveal.
1: Uh-huh. He specifically says, not me. I just this second got here.
0: What? The ghosts were in Moose all along.
1: And then Archie's like, well, Reggie must have done it all himself then. And then Reggie's like, hey, sorry, I couldn't make it. I was tied up. Literally. I hope so. <clears throat> and then... <sighs> Archie, there's a panel of Archie looking confused, and above uh-huh. him is a wor- a thought bubble that says, two plus two equals question mark?
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh my, and, my um, god. he's like, but if you guys weren't here, who was doing all the haunting? And they run for, I guess, safety. I don't know. Because they, they run figured away. out
0: it was ghosts. Mm-hmm.
1: Jughead it's, runs away first. It's not And then over. Archie follows with the word, phrase, Juggy, wait for baby.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't realize...
1: The 60s, ...that man. much
0: about their relationship.
1: Yes. No, it's not over. The next day... I love it. ...we're back in the Riverdale High School, Knights of the Mystic Lodge. Um, Fucking
0: high school club.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I remember my local <laughs> high school's club where we... Plotted the New World Order.
1: Uh-huh. So they all agree that they have to um investigate <laughs> the haunted High Mansion. School,
0: Illuminati.
1: Oh, God. That's why you have so much power now.
0: hmm Oh, <laughs> yeah, so powerful.
1: <laughs> so we get all the guys are like, yeah, we'll chase those ghosts out of town. And they're like, ah. who's going to do it? And they're all like, no, me, I'm not.
0: They can't just leave well enough alone.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They have to bust him.
1: So they draw lots out of Jughead's hat, and uh, uh, Jughead is like, my hat, sure. I'm so cold, give it back. What the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> yeah. It's
0: the only source of warmth they have? Um,
1: and of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cold well, blooded. he's naked. Th- no, I'm kidding. He's
0: oh. uh- <laughs> standing there, dick out. That's the uniform I mean, for the part Masonic of the Knights Lodge Knights or, or whatever. The so- Knights of Riverdale.
1: Jughead and Archie, of course, are the two who have to go solve the haunting, I guess is their plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We cut to Betty so
0: loud,
1: <laughs> sharing the tragic news with Veronica. <laughs> They're like, oh god, <laughs> they'll, they'll die. die. <laughs> yeah. and they decide to go to Archie's house and wish them luck. They get there and the Archie and Jughead are loading up all of the uh, equipment they they'll need. Well, they do have rocket flares.
0: Oh. Which I'm not, What's that? not really
1: sure what that is, but yeah. they have it. Okay. Uh
0: I'm Jughead glad for suggests them, I they bring
1: some spook repellent. Ooh. And Oof. Reggie is like, quit stalling, guys. Archie says those ghosts have been there for hundreds of years. A few more hours won't hurt. But like, how old is this house? Yeah. Where is Riverdale also, that this house is hundreds do you of years know that? old? <laughs> <laughs> like a He's lot just of
0: assuming,
1: a lot of stuff in America isn't a hundred years old. No, like, we're a pretty baby country.
0: Like maybe so, now, especially like, in a- the
1: sixties.
0: Yeah, no, in the sixties, it's like the <laughs> oldest shit you'd get would be like twenty years
1: old. Like unless he- they're on the East Coast, which they could be, I guess. And um, even
0: then, those buildings aren't like common. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of reverence <laughs> for the past in America.
1: So, the girls sobbingly bid Archie farewell. They pull up to the mansion. <laughs> Jughead says, We who are about to die salute you.
0: Oh. Okay. And then, okay. inside wow. the mansion... They're just so ready for their friends to be dead, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, Jughead is one of the the dead. Um, I see. Inside the mansion, we see two guys looking out the window.
0: It's Reggie and Moose. No, or whatever. it is a
1: shorter man in an orange suit, uh, in a very large nose, um, and then a the larger fuck? man in a red jacket and like a green newsy cap kind of thing. Okay. And they say, "Hey, those kids are coming back. Oh, if they need another lesson. Better give them the full treatment."
0: What the fuck's happening?
1: Yeah. That's there's, the end. <laughs> yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then the next scene is the funeral for... No. <laughs>
0: it's a three-way funeral.
1: They enter... Three-way?
0: Oh, no, it's just... It's Jog, just Archie. And Archie, and Jog, right. Reggie heard, was
1: just at Archie's house yelling at him, I guess. Right. They enter the house. There's a weird bonking sound. <laughs> Archie's like, is that a ghost? <laughs> All of it's his hair is standing fuck. up already. And Jughead is like, no, it's my knees knocking together. (laughs) You know that bonking sound your knees make? Then they hear, "Hoo hee hee ha uh uh And uh, Jughead jumps into Archie's arms, screaming yee. They see, down a hall, a ghostly form disappearing through a door.
0: Also, I just realized that, like, Jughead is Scooby-Doo before (laughs) And Archie is shaggy. That is anyway. accurate. Yeah, he's shaggy and Scooby. Anyway, <laughs> no
1: Scooby Snack. Well, no, Scooby Snacks were a thing. Yeah. So Archie follows this ghostly form through the door, and he finds a a loudspeaker. Weird. Ooh. He follows uh-huh. it to a control panel. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and then they find a skeleton costume and <laughs> some chains from the Riverdale Hardware Store.
0: How do they know they're from the hardware
1: store? <laughs> I assume there's a tag on them. I think there it's a just seat lying to, next to clarify them? that they're not spooky chains. <laughs> they're hardware store chains.
0: Oh, yes. I'm scared of any chains <laughs> um, that don't come like, from an Ace Tools.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like, so it was all a prank. <laughs> Those guys oh. we saw earlier are around the corner listening, and they're like, uh-oh, we better get out of here. They That's- run for the door. They don't
0: even, they're like, well, give them the full treatment, Frankie. They didn't they try at us all. us out, and they just
1: run away. Yeah. So, Archie and Jughead see them run through the door, and mm-hmm. Archie calls out the Knights of the Mystic Lodge distress call. Ah-ah! You're not far Ah-ah! off. Oh, fuck. Here, let me back away from my microphone so I can <laughs> do it. Yahoo! Yip, yip, yip!
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're all just listening for that all the time.
1: Well, we could, too. Reggie and Moose hiding behind a tree.
0: Oh. Yeah. Do you hear that?
1: It's the distress call. <laughs> After
0: no, Moose him, doesn't. Moose... Moose doesn't know. He's not in the Knights of the Lodge or whatever.
1: <laughs> he did the thing. He got initiated. Uh, I
0: guess he's in now, yeah.
1: Moose tackles the figures. And, mm-hmm. um, as Archie and Jughead run to meet up with Moose and Reggie, uh, the police wail up in a, a police car. How? The neighbors phoned in a complaint, they say. What's going on here? The neighbors of the abandoned house on the hill.
0: Yeah, I, that's my question.
1: <laughs> All those shots, by the way, that we saw of the mansion, there were no neighbors.
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: So the police roll up, and they're like, It's Slippery Sam! And Sneak Sid!
0: Oh. Convenient. Boys,
1: we've chased these men for years. What? They're part of a ring of manufacturing counterfeit bubblegum cards.
0: Wow, there really aren't crimes in Riverdale, huh?
1: Um, and then they're like, what's the angle, Sid? Come clean. He tells them that they were using the old mansion as a hideout to print our phony gum cards. Wow. Uh, and they were scaring away anyone who got nosy with the ghost antics.
0: See, like, that's always such a weird play,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Why would
0: you go for ghost antics and not just, like, crazy old man who will shoot you?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know how, like, drug manufacturers in cities that, like, take up residence in abandoned buildings to make their drugs? They always have ghost hijinks going on.
0: You know that, um, when the Narcs, like, raided Pablo Escobar's compound, there was just five dudes waiting in the woods that were like, we're
1: ghosts! (laughs) They all have skeleton suits on.
0: Yeah, it didn't work out well for them, but they were there.
1: So... We're not quite done.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) I love love the lack of plot.
1: Archie is like, well, that was a good realistic ghost you did. And the guy's like, what ghost? Oh, my God. All we did was one skeleton and some sound effects. (gasps) Uh, (laughs) What does this mean? It means there's a
0: real ghost.
1: The guys are like, there's no such... (laughs) I'm sorry. Jughead and Reggie are like, if they didn't cook up the ghost, who did? And Archie's like, there's no such thing as ghosts, you dumb idiots. And then from the spooky haunted projecting house, a little bit, Archie. we hear, he hee hee,
0: See, it was a former knight of the lodge, and that's his help.
1: <laughs> and then they all run away, and we get another ending page, this full panel of Archie saying, well... That's what happened in the mysterious mansion on Mulberry Hill. A pretty exciting adventure. But of course, dear reader, we all know that ghosts don't really exist. And then it does uh, that thing where there's like a drawing, like the page is turning. Uh, and yes. from behind the Archie picture, there's a little ghostly figure saying, Of course not. He 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 <laughs> the end.
0: Wow, that was a fucking ride, right? man. I love too that Archie ends the story by saying, "That's the story."
1: <laughs> he opens it with like, "What a crazy fucking story," and then ends with, "It was a crazy story."
0: <laughs> wow, man. Ghosts aren't that's real, like, though. That <laughs> wait, there's <laughs> Megan's making that definitive statement.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what Archie podcast. said. Mm-hmm
0: um <laughs> I when I need loved- a little
1: ghost behind me hee 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 of course not I also yeah. like how much this ghost giggles
0: yeah it's a very chill ghost right <laughs> like it didn't really do much it was more the, go- the fake yeah. ghost man right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah interesting I always love too the very like with these Life with Archie comics or comics similar to them it seems like you could never guess where it's gonna go like it's always just gonna be some crazy twist that you didn't see coming
1: yeah it's pretty wild.
0: Also, um, I wanted to mention real quick at, the, uh, at the end of this one. So you said it was written by Cy Wright. Yes. I don't remember what we did a comic by him before. Oh, cool. Um, I think actually, if, yes, Cy Wright was one of the artists or writers for Cosmo, Mary Marsha. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and he was the creator, co creator of Casper the Friendly Ghost.
1: Oh, Which wow.
0: blew our mind at the time, I remember. Yeah. Also, learning now, he was an editor for Mad Magazine. He worked with, like, Jerry Iger and Will Eisner. That's
1: so Comic cool. legends.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: The comic book world is not very big, is what I'm learning. No,
0: it's craziness. Yeah, it's just, like, everyone worked with everyone or knew everyone at some point, it feels like. Yeah. Craziness.
1: I... I was talking to a friend about, I was like, have you read any Archie comics? And they were like, no, but I used to read an Archie-inspired gay f- uh fan comic. There you go. And I was like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, and then that artist went on to work for Archie, and I was like, I know exactly what artist you're talking about. <laughs> I read their, their gay fanfic on, uh, well, it's not fanfic. I read their gay comic on Instagram. Hell yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah, speaking more to that, too, like, I found, like, the actual article about when Roberto Agresacasa was if, uh, if uh, when he was issued that cease and desist from yeah. Archie because of his play about Archie coming out. Yeah, I love that.
1: This is a different artist who made Craziness. gay Archie.
0: I did not. This oh, is oh,
1: wow. uh, Giselle Leglace. Okay, she illustrated the um, the gender swap issue that oh, we covered.
0: Oh yes. Okay. And she does
1: some like she has a webcomic on her Instagram right now that is. A lot of kooky hijinks in a comic book store.
0: Yeah, and I love that. there's also
1: a lot of sex and nudity in it. And I'm like, this is weird to see the same Archie style from that comic.
0: Totally. Oh yeah, it's like when but you read great. Archie versus Predator and Pop Tate's head gets exploded. Yes,
1: it is like yeah. that. And you're like, yeah. okay, wow. Now Jughead's eating an eyeball cake.
0: Whoa! All right,
1: we gotta cover that episode. Yeah.
0: We gotta cover get in there. Comic.
1: Our number one fan mom just got us a sweet copy of it. So Oh
0: yeah, big hardcover. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think we can start uh wrapping up at that point. Yes. Um, as always, you can find everything we do on our website, which is just Riverdale A V Club. Yeah, that's got like literally got everything. All the links we do. on it. All the links, all you need.
1: And if you enjoy listening to our podcast, tell a friend about us. Yeah, maybe someone who likes that. Archie, maybe someone who doesn't know Archie as well, and uh, yeah. just likes goofing on comics.
0: We're crossover. Isn't that the term they use?
1: I don't know what that means.
0: It's like we we can cross over from people who know Archie oh, and don't know Archie. Yeah, I we're, like it. Yeah, we're crossover.
1: We try to be accessible to the non-Arch... heads. What is the word for Archie fans? I think Archie ones is good. There I, should be.
0: <laughs> there should I'll be, for sure. will tweet
1: at Archie and see.
0: We'll fi- yeah, we'll figure something out there. Also, uh, feel free to uh, just reach out with a question, a comment, a concern, or, I don't know, anything. We always appreciate hearing from you guys.
1: We sure do. We recently had um, one of our favorite listeners send us a... <laughs> I posted the hundred tiny dolls. You know that we found.
0: Yes.
1: The it was an ad in the.
0: Oh yes, that 100 one.
1: Tiny dolls. Yeah. Sorry, yes. I'm pulling it up on Instagram so I can tell you about I was it.
0: Like, uh, I'll I I remember out the bad finding parts. that many tiny dolls.
1: So I tweeted, or I'm sorry, I posted on our Instagram: a hundred little dolls, all for two dollars. <laughs> and um, our. Our listener, Baz, commented that he's got the exact same comic. And I was like, oh, did you get the dolls? And he's like, no, it expired 30 years before I was born. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you know, that is fair. Yeah, that's fair. fair. Reason not to get the dolls. But he sent us this amazing Capri Sun ad from one of his comics.
0: Let me see. And
1: it is for... uh,
0: Oh, my God.
1: 100% natural Capri Sun. You want to read me the ad copy there, Ezra?
0: Yeah, um... So it says, hey dudes, it's new, it's cool. A new fruit drink with Pacific Cool plus California style.
1: Let me, let's each do our take on how that part is read. Okay. Hey dudes, it's new, it's cool. I want to hear your take.
0: Of that same line?
1: Yeah. The the bold yellow part.
0: Right. Hey dudes, (laughs) it's new, it's cool.
1: No, wait, imagine my sunglasses sliding down my face. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's new. It's cool.
0: Not voluntarily, they're just falling off.
1: <laughs> yep, that's it.
0: A new fruit drink with Pacific Cool and California Style.
1: I that's a plus sign. What well, fucking fine. <laughs> a new fruit drink with Pacific Cool plus California Style. Fuck yes.
0: There we go. Send That's us your favorite great.
1: ad, guys, from old yeah, Archie please. comics because they're the best.
0: We always love hearing that shit, seeing that shit, whatever. All right. Well, on that note, uh, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra,
1: and I have been Cool California Megan,
0: <laughs> and we'll see you at the Chocolate Shop.
1: Tubular. Bye. Bye.
0: I got a little sleepy bean in my lap. Mm-mm.
1: All Let's right. Here, I've got this dragon. Oh, I love that dragon. Its wings are delightful. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Let's get this going. Yes.